Beat Michael. Beat Michael. It's coming up for you at 3 o'clock today. We will put Michael to the test. Mm -hmm. Picking the games against the spread. Four great games this weekend. So excited for that. Uh, it's best time of year. Divisional playoffs always, always great. Always fun. great. Yep. Uh, don't forget, it is Bud Light Football Friday on 710 ESPN, getting you pumped up on what's on tap for NFL Divisional Playoff Weekend. Presented by Bud Light. Make Bud Light your game day beer. Bud Light, easy to drink, easy to enjoy. Got to be 21. Please enjoy responsibly. Uh, I So I totally dropped the ball on this. Lie of the day. Today's a good day for lie of the day because... We're starting at 2 o'clock. So sometime in the next 90 minutes, John Ireland Ooh, is going okay. to tell Pressure's a on. lie. Mm. If you can sniff it out and call in at 3.30, you got a four-pack of tickets to uh, U.S. Men's National Team versus Serbia next Wednesday at BMO Stadium. I think that's what we're calling the brand new or the former Bank of California Stadium. Uh, you can get your tickets at ussoccer.com. That's ussoccer.com. All right, so, uh, so Jen, yesterday I interviewed uh, the director of a movie called uh, uh, I Want to Dance with Somebody, the uh, Whitney Houston, yeah. uh, which, by the way, is like a really, really, really good movie. Really good movie. Hey, by the way, wait a minute. Yeah. Before we go on, Beto just rec- uh, texted me. Okay. T- my friend Ace says, let Michael Thompson know that he's right and that he's more Mexican than Jorge. <laughs> stop, stop. <laughs> Thank you, yeah. Beto. Yeah. <laughs> right about the burritos. Beto wants a free ticket somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so John, what's the best biopic or favorite right. biopic? When you said that, time? I was having this conversation yesterday because we were talking about musical biopics yeah. and uh, we were talking about Rocket Man, yeah. Bohemian Ra- Rocket Man, which is about Elton John, Bohemian Rhapsody. Which is about Freddie Mercury and Queen, right? And Elvis, which is about Elvis Presley. Yes. Um, if I had to rank those three in order, I would put Rocket Man one, Bohemian Rhapsody two, Elvis three. But I wouldn't pick any of those as the best biopic. I think it has to be a musical or about anybody. No, it does not no. have to be a musical biopic. It doesn't have to okay, be a, so the about two, a musical artist. Right. The two things that popped into my head: one was about a musical artist. And the of other one was the jazz hands, right? And the other, well, this guy wasn't jazz, but the other one is a, a, from sports. Okay, so I'm sure there's there's stuff I'm not thinking about, but like Will Smith when he played Ali, I thought it was good, but I wouldn't pick it as like the greatest. I thought he was biopic. great, not the greatest biopic. Couldn't so get, for me, get by the ears. Yeah, for me, <laughs> it would be <laughs> those ears. Yeah, those ears are big. I couldn't keep my eyes off of them things. Um, Ali don't have ears like that. They could at least pin them back. Chadwick Boseman. Playing Jackie Robinson yeah, in Forty Two, sure. or Jamie Foxx playing Ray Charles and Ray. Okay, those that, are my two. Better than uh, Apollo Thirteen. That's James not a Lugo. biopic. It is, isn't it? Well, no, sure. That's, those those yeah, that's about that multiple, That's about multiple people. What you're talking about a biopic is about one. Well, person. Like for example, Goodfellas is a biopic. That's the actual story of Henry several, Hill. Well, yeah, that's See? Henry okay. Hill's yeah. book adapted for the screen. Uh, I think for sports, uh, Robert De Niro, Raging Bull, yeah. is unbelievable. That was good. Uh, like, here's a biopic you weren't thinking of, John. Catch Me If You Can. Loved Great it. Great movie based on that kid who scammed the entire world. Yeah. Frank Abagnale. Yeah. Uh, Raging Bull. What about uh, uh, this Donnie Brasco? That was very based, good. Based on a real undercover FBI agent. And, by the way, the other guy was real, too. The guy that uh, Pacino played. Oh really? Yeah, they were. That was an actual true life story. 
So it was a biopic of the undercover agent. What about the fish that saved Pittsburgh? That is yes. not a biopic. Yes. About Dr. J and me as a rookie? <laughs> yeah, I think it featured you and Dr. J. That's I don't right. think it was about you and Dr. J. Uh, Bergman, what do you think? Best biopic. So I was looking at Catch Me If You Can. I thought that was a good one. That was a good one. Um... Not a lot of Malcolm X. Malcolm X. Denzel is a really was great. Good one. Denzel yeah. Brian's was great. song. Is um, Brian's song a biopic? Yeah, Dale yeah. Sarah's Brian Pickle. Sure that, that was excellent. Except yeah. the dopes remade it later in life. Here, they never should have done. Here's that. one. Sixty one was good. Too. William Wallace Braveheart is a biopic mm, about yeah. William oh, some, Wallace. Somebody, nope. Somebody said uh, Starfish and Coffee. Can I pick Purple Rain? Is that? Mm, no. Is that? Wait a minute. Is right. that? I mean, he probably is the only guy that drives a purple motorcycle. So. Was that about Prince or just and a, the... Apollonia is in it? Was that about his life? That the movie? I didn't realize. I that. don't think. I think it, it was more of a myth, like made up a story, rock, right? Like a rock st- st- movie or something. How about Hurricane with Denzel? Hurricane's great. Hurricane's oh, that's a fantastic. Yeah, movie. that's a great movie. Somebody says Rudy. Rudy was half <laughs> Rudy made is up. Not even real. <laughs> Rudy's not real. Technically <laughs> yeah. a biopic. Um, Hoosiers? That's not a hot. That's not. No, a that's not a biopic. Oh, I know which one although Jorge it's about would. an it's about an actual team. I that, know which one Jorge would pick. La Bamba. Oh God, <laughs> La Bamba. Isn't that isn't that real? Hey, La Bamba's a biopic. Yeah, La Bamba's great. That was yeah. good. I like that one. Yeah. That'd, be, that'd, be that'd be Jorge's favorite. Did it have a Rita's in that one? That singer J Lo played. Selena. Selena. Oh, Selena's a good yeah, one. Yeah, that is a good yeah. one. Yeah. Uh, my mom loved Richie Valens because oh, he yeah. did a song called Donna. Yeah. Uh, which is my right. mom's first name. Yeah, he was good. Donna. That's right. That's yeah, she song. loved Richie Valens. Yeah. The day the music died. Mm-hmm. Who, is the, who is the guy, Michael? So there were four guys on tour. Mm-hmm. It was the Big Bopper. Yep. It was Richie Valens. J.P. Richardson was the Big Bopper's name. And it was Buddy Holly. Right. And they all I know. Oh, died in that plane So crash. sad. They had a coin flip at the airport because there was another act on that ticket. Mm-hmm. and w- Richie Valens won the coin flip to get the seat correct. on the plane. Do you know who didn't get on the plane because they lost the coin flip? Give me a hint. Is he I think, I think I do know this. Somewhat of a country artist, right? Yeah, definitely. Was it Waylon Jennings? It was Waylon Jennings. Wow, Michael. That's a nice poll. That's a fantastic poll. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's boy. I wonder. wonder, Oh, somebody said, "Walk the line." Joaquin Phoenix is Johnny Cash. Really really good. good. If if that happened to Steve Mason, and you missed out on that flight, how would your life change, Mace? Would you Would you have a whole new perspective on life? Something like that happened to you. Uh, in other words, if I was the not was the guy the Jennings who, guy. who did not get on the plane and you, and you, have, you had a second chance at life, how does that change your life and perspective? Well, I, I have a good story about that okay. while you're thinking about that. So I have this friend, Danny Schwartz. He he used to produce Jim Rome's TV show, right. Talk 2, remember? I sure. remember that, yeah. So Danny was the booker on yep. that show. And he called John Thompson, who at the time was the coach at Georgetown. And he said, Coach, um, I've got you set up um, to come in to Los Angeles. We're going to fly in. The um, We're going to fly in on a Tuesday. The show you're going to do is on Wednesday. We'll fly you home Wednesday night. He goes, okay, that's perfect. I'm going to do some recruiting. I'm going to set it all up. Send me the tickets. See you on uh, Wednesday. Right. So somebody they had been after forever called him and said, I can do it, but I can only do it on that Wednesday. Somebody like Tiger Woods mm. or like Jordan or, you know, somebody they'd right. been after forever. So they tell Danny, you got to call Coach back and tell him we've got to move him to later in the week. Mm. So Danny calls him back. 
says, Coach, I'm very sorry to do this to you, but we got to move you off that date. Some, we had something come up, and so uh, would you be available Thursday, Friday, or the following week? And Thompson just MFs him to knowing you're John out of temper. Yeah. Said, I have Salty made guy. I have made plans. I have plans with these recruits. I'm having dinners done. I, I, I you you have just effed up my entire schedule. You MF. He goes, Coach, I'm very sorry. There's nothing I can do. And Thompson hung up. So Danny's like, oh, all right, I'll let him cool off and call him back later. It was nine eleven. And had he gotten on oh, the original flight, he would, be, he would be dead out of D.C. Whoa. Wow. And so the next day, you know, every, the world stopped. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. And the next day, Danny's phone rang, and Thompson was, like, almost in tears. And he goes, you saved my life. Wow. I am, I am incredibly. I never heard that story. He goes, I feel awful yeah. that I yelled at you, mm-hmm. and I will come do your show Anytime. Anytime. That's amazing. And he wow. came out, and when he came out and did the show, instead of talking about Georgetown and Patrick Ewing and everything else, they talked about yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. And he, Danny said after that, he said the coach was like a huge friend of the show, would do anything for him. Wow. That also happened to a an L.A. Times reporter, um, I don't think she's there anymore, named Diane Pewson. She, I remember her, yeah. Diane was scheduled to be on the flight out of Boston on 9-11, and she overslept. Mm. Wow. And I think that was the flight that... Uh, Ace Bailey and Mark Bavis were on, the two guys that worked for the Kings. Yeah. And the Ace Bailey was the Kings director of scouting, and Mark worked for Ace, and they both perished yeah. in that 9-11 flight. But Diane was supposed to be on that flight. That happened to a tennis player. I'll never forget his name. Uh, I, I mean, i never forget him. I forget his name. Anyway, he's from Switzerland. He was at the U.S. Open, mm-hmm. playing in the U.S. Open, and he had a match that night, and he thought if he was going to lose, he was going to be on the next flight over to Europe on a TWA flight. Remember that TWA plane that blew up that 747 on this, over the skies just outside of JFK? Remember yes, that, that tragedy? Yes. He was supposed to be on that flight if he lost, but he won his match oh, the night before. God. And he still had the ticket in his hand and said, I was scheduled to be on this flight in case I lost. But since he won, he couldn't get on that plane. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think it would affect you forever. When, yeah, when Lisa, my would. wife, had breast cancer, she was getting treatments with one of her friends at the exact same time, one of her friends had it, and her friend didn't make it. Mm. And for a long time, Lisa had, uh, I guess what you call survivor's guilt. Yep. Um, that, you know, why me instead of her? But it does make you appreciate oh, yeah. the things that are important to you in life, and it makes you do things that you'd been putting off for a long yeah. time. Right. Like, like, like Lisa said, she always wanted to go to Paris. Right away, she went to Paris. Yep. You know, she said, I want to go to Italy with you. So right away, we went to Italy. Um, so I, d- I do think that, it's a good question, Michael. I think it makes you... Think about the roads you haven't taken mm-hmm. and, and how life isn't guaranteed to anybody. Right. I mean, no. uh, we all thought Kobe was superhuman. Sure. So much to the point that Michael and I were on the plane together when we got the word that Kobe had perished. And, and I, should be, I should be embarrassed to admit this, but I think I may even have said it to you. I go, it's not true. Can't. He's Watch this. We're going to land and he's going to, somebody's going to say, that there were survivors on that plane, on that helicopter, and he's going to be one of them. There's no way this is true. And then when we landed, we realized, of course it's true, and there's no survivors. Right. But that was Kobe. You know, we we thought Kobe was invincible. Yeah. So you're not guaranteed tomorrow, for sure. No.
Um, yeah. Now I'm think, rethinking the original question about the uh, 85 million. I now, now I want to go on Michael's Thank side. Thank you. Right. <laughs> right. That's right, Mace. Me yeah. and you, we appreciate life. Well, so, he, no, he so took five years. I, took five. I gave up five years well, for five million. No, nice no, one, no one here appreciated life except for well, you. Exactly. We're walking around money. <laughs> yeah. walking Burke around was money. taking 40 million and yeah. going on some bender. And, and dying when he's 45. <laughs> exactly. Door next week. Yeah. You just start digging right now. I'll tell you what, that would get you an heiress. If word got out that you had four years to live and you had 45 million yes but i wouldn't Marco robbie would meet you at the airport (laughs) the gold diggers right not an heiress well bergman's dying what does he care yeah she she only has to be around for six years (laughs) exactly Exactly. no i mean in in the end michael i i think we all are among the luckiest people right Mm, look what we get to do look at we're we're in a great spot in Mm, life healthy healthy all that stuff Mm -hmm. uh so yeah i mean we're we're definitely lucky all right uh coming up next for you uh this is interesting um psychologists and relationship experts say they talk to 40,000 couples and there is one phrase more than any other that has made them have given them happy and successful relationships Ooh. you'll be interested at yeah, this Michael. definitely uh, that's coming up next for you mason ireland 710 espn feeling like you need a marketing degree and an extra day in your week to successfully market your small business let constant contact do the heavy lifting for you Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has powerful tools that make it easy to grow your audience, engage your customers, and sell more to boost your business. Now, in just a few clicks, you can launch a marketing campaign that's tailored to your business and goals. That includes email, social, SMS, and more. So you can sell more, raise more, and fast-track your business growth. Plus, you can always count on Constant Contact's award-winning customer support for guidance along the way. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight. S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Yep, there it is. That's sending that out to my mom in uh, Palm oh. Desert, California. This is a great soundtrack, the by the way. The La Bamba soundtrack oh, yeah. is great. Uh, so don't forget, lie of the day time today. Ireland is uh, going to lie between now and 3.30, or he already lied. Your chance to win a four-pack of tickets to see the U.S. men's national team versus Serbia next Wednesday at the uh, at formerly Bank of California Stadium, now BMO Stadium. You can get your tickets at ussoccer.com. That's ussoccer.com. I assume, by the way, it is somebody tweeted that, that BMO Stadium is a thing, so I'm just, yeah. I'm just running. Well, someone will correct us. Yeah, somebody will. Okay, so uh, so Michael, yeah, give me this uh, thing about the marriage. Okay, here's the story. But I got, um, go ahead. Okay, so there is one phrase, one phrase, through a survey of forty thousand happily married couples, uh-huh. that they say has kept their marriage happy. Okay, I think I've come up with four of them. Okay, no, five of them. My top five: Ireland, you're a married man. Yep. 
you're kind of like a married man over there, Mace, because you and Julio are pretty, you're, you're committed. And Juan, yes, we're yeah. committed. Julio, Juan, Ho- Jose, Jesus, what's the difference? <laughs> <laughs> Another one that we're going to get boycotted for. No, Go ahead. Made up name. Anyway, hey, Go ahead. all right, Mace, tell me if I hit it on the head with one of these five. Okay. I honestly, if you agree with me. Yep. Now, this is the wife. I put it as the wife talking to a husband or okay. to a spouse or whatever. Number one, do what you want to do. Number two, I don't care. Number three, go, have fun. Number four, what would you like for dinner? And number five, you be in charge of the money. Got to oh, be one of those five. That's a good one. It's not. It's not? By the way, I don't care is, is generally speaking, I, I find that to be not a helpful phrase. Well, let me say, if you do something. No, they're not going to be all. Uh, yeah, I want to have dinner tonight. Mm, where do you want to go? I don't care. I don't well, care. Yeah. Well, well, give me some ideas. Uh, I, just, I don't care. Well, let's put less pressure on you. You True. need to come up with True. something. So, Ireland, did you think one of those five will make for a happy marriage if the wife tells you that? All, all of them. Uh, <laughs> but but uh, what's, what's interesting, the, the, the big thing I used to say to Lisa is, look, I don't want to be the most important thing in your life. I want to be the most important person. But I, you got to have interests on your own, thing. right? No, you got to you got to be out doing your own thing, have mm-hmm. your own interests, have things separate from me. And you know? she's she does, she's yeah. great. Right. She's got all she that. She runs stuff going the on. tennis club. Runs the and, and you know that last one you had. Yeah, uh, you be in charge of the money. She's in charge of the money. Oh, okay. Mason and I have that in common. Yeah. Our respective partners. I I I am I don't not know my where own the business manager. Yeah, I don't know where the money is. Yeah, I, uh, yeah. I, uh, she's spending it somewhere. Yeah. Uh, which yeah. one did I miss? Um. The easiest Greg, one's got to be happy wife, happy life, right? So uh, wait, what? Is, so explain to me what this is, Mason. I'll okay. try and guess. Okay, so it's the phrase that is a secret to happy marriages. Uh, again, okay. surveyed 40,000 couples. What phrase keeps them happy? And there's one, and it's not as complex as what Michael's saying. Not as complex. No, not as complex. Is it, is it like golden rule based? Treat your partner like... You would expect to be treated something like that. It simple. wasn't happy wife, happy life. No, it's simple. No. What did I miss? It's simple. What did I? Or hey, what do you think it is? You got you simple? got a happy marriage. Yeah. Simple. Uh, simple, simple, simple. Yeah. I love you. I mean, that's uh, that always Funny. works. It's thank you. Oh, just thank oh. you. Well, who doesn't nobody say that? Says, no, nobody says thank you enough. You say it to, to who? I don't, don't say you? it enough. I just I, I just texted it, it to like three different people. <laughs> what? Oh, thank <laughs> you. Yeah. yeah, but do you say it to Lisa all the time? All the time? Yeah. I I could use. To say it more, mm-hmm. I could use to say it more, because so much is just like I, I don't worry about din- dinner's just there. Thank you. When's the last time you told Brenda thank you? Oh, uh, this morning. Mm, okay, yeah. this morning. So yeah. happy, uh, Bergman. What about you and your ex-wife? No thank yous. Well, not anymore. She's my ex. <laughs> well, yeah, there's a reason she's ex. <laughs> yeah. I say thank you to Lola for being so sweet. The dog. Does that count? Sure, it counts. Mm-hmm. Sure, it counts. Yeah. That's all I got. That's all you got. Got his wand. Tell you thank you, uh, Mace. When he, you yes. do things nice he's to him, he's better at it than I am. Oh, yeah. What yeah. about Lisa? Does she tell you thank all you? The time. Yeah. How many times do you say I love you to uh, Julie? All the day, okay. every day, every day. Yeah. Often. Yeah. Yeah. We. I love you. I, I mean, do. I do it all the time. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. Yeah. Bergman, you and Lola. <laughs> <laughs> Lola. <laughs> he says, he says it to Lola. I do. I do tell Lola love you. all the time. All right. So, so Michael, this is uh, kind of interesting. <laughs> Um, are you familiar with artificial intelligence? Well, yeah. I mean, obviously, we've heard about it. I don't. Uh, I guess it's okay up to a certain point. Sure. So this is a rabbi in New York who wrote. Well, he didn't write a uh, a talk. He did not write his. I guess would it? What would it be in Jewish? A homily or a 
What do they call those? Did you just say what is it in Jewish? Well, what is I mean, in other in words, Yiddish at, maybe at, at <laughs> temple. At temple, temple. Do they call it a sermon. A sermon. There you go. Well, it's not a sermon. But what do you call it then? Uh, if you ever go to Temple, I, I haven't gone in a very, very long time. <laughs> Wait, we, yeah. this show, we specialize in hiring Jewish guys who aren't uh, very good Jewish guys. Secular Jews. Singer was the secular same Jews. Singer yeah. was the same way. He's I, like, I Kellerman. go, hey, Dave, when when does uh, Yom Kippur? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm blanking on it. I know what it oh, is. Oh, Kellerman's, yeah, wor- Kellerman's worse than Greg and Singer. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, so this rabbi. Delivered a, we'll call it a sermon, although we don't necessarily know what it is, uh, in New York. Um, it was written by artificial intelligence, and nobody in the congregation knew that it was written by artificial I don't like intelligence. That. I don't like that. Yeah. Sh- it, it should be written from the heart. Right. I was just thinking the exact same thing. Yeah. It, that's not a very good pastor. No. He told them afterwards. Yeah, but still. Still. He the, told them afterwards. He had the pulpit. He yeah. had a captive audience, yeah. and he punted it. Um. So I uh, have you used this chat GTP at all, Michael? No. Is that the one where you can give my subject and it'll write a yes? Yeah, yes. No, I haven't used. I don't do that stuff. Why? Oh no, well, you you write a lot of poems. So yeah, you write a lot of poems. Be, oh yeah, you told me be about helpful. that before, right? I can out poem you anytime. Yeah, you just said uh, just make up a name and it'll say something. Come up with some rhyme. Yes. Right? Uh, all right, let's see. All right, let me hear. I'll just throw one at you. Okay. All right. Yep. Mike Trout. Uh, and anything else or just Mike Trout? Just Mike. Type in Mike Trout and see what it says. Okay. Uh, you want a poem, Mike you want Trout. a song, you want a poem, poem about Mike, Mike Trout. Trout. It's tough to get him out. Yeah. See, Something like that. that oh, that, there's, there's Michael. He's he's our own <laughs> chat GTP. Right. Uh, all right. Uh, here we go. Um, Do Mike, you have to tell him that it's a baseball player? No. It'll no, know? It'll know. It'll wow. know. All right. Uh, it will figure that out. So here we go. Uh, Mike Trout, poem about Mike Trout. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now it's going to write it for me about Mike Trout. Okay. And it's immediate? It's immediate. That's amazing. So here we go. It's thinking, it's thinking, it's thinking. And now, Mike Trout, on the field he reigns, a baseball star without any strains. His swing is smooth, his glove is tight. He plays the game with all his might. With power and grace, he patrols the land. A true MVP with a golden hand. He sets the bar high for all to see. Mike Trout, a baseball legend to be. Though rain or shine, he takes the field with passion and drive. His heart does not yield. His stats are impressive. His talent pure. Mike Trout, forever a baseball lure. So let us cheer for this great player who brings us joy with every catch. Mike Trout, a true baseball king on the diamond. His greatness will forever sing. That's pretty good. Hey, you got to type this in. Okay. Since we're coming up on a historic moment. Okay. LeBron, see, this will work. LeBron and Kareem. What would they come up with? Poem about LeBron, LeBron and Kareem. LeBron and Kareem. Uh-huh. Can they combine the two names that yeah, we would come up uh, with? That, that's, a, that's probably a tall order for a, well, for let's a see. computer. Because, you know, since, let's see how it is. Yeah, because you know LeBron and Kareem had a little bit of edginess to them. They did? Yeah. Let's see what comes up here. Now LeBron's going to break his record. Yeah, maybe maybe tonight. Maybe LeBron scores 300 points tonight. <laughs> the way he's been going. Yeah. LeBron, LeBron and Kareem. And Kareem. See what they call it. LeBron and Kareem. Well, what a dream. If they could be teammates and go out on dates. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. No. Necessarily. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be interesting. How, what is Kareem's reaction to the breaking of the record? I, I think he's he's been he's resigned quiet, to it. but yeah, I think he's accepting it. I I 
I disagree with Michael. I don't think he's going to follow us around the country. You guys were lucky to get him to Hawaii. Remember, it, it right? Is- depending on his health, but if it's, if LeBron say within fifteen points and we're out of town, I think Kareem will be there for that. Okay, here's what's coming up. LeBron James, a force on the court, his talent and skills, a sight to behold in sort. With power and speed, he dominates the game. LeBron's greatness forever to remain. And in the annals of basketball history, another Giants legacy forever to be. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, a true legend with a sky hook and a dominance to never end. LeBron and Kareem, two kings of the court, their skills and achievements forever to be sought. Uh, to be sought. One a present force, the other a past great. Together they embody the basketball state. So let us honor and remember these two, LeBron and Kareem, for all they do on the court and off. They inspire us all. Their legacies forever standing tall. I like that. That's great. Wow. Yeah. And it's Michael, immediate. We don't. You like to do a poem before. Yeah, games, make sure right? Michael has that uh, has that the, email address. Yeah, you need that, uh, this app. Yeah, that really web works. Address. Save you some time. Yeah, that's right. very topical there with I'll the other guys. I'll do it when I get back, okay. but I, I'm going to make a statement offering you guys to bet me. Oh, I can't bet. You guys can't bet me because it's, uh, it, it's NBA related. But I, I'm the only one who thinks this, Okay. including Michael, and I think everybody is missing it. Okay. And I'll tell you what it is. We'll next. do that coming up next. Mason, Ireland, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. <laughs> Billy, ask her one question and then hangs, hangs up. up on her. So wonder she called you back. What yeah. happened to I love you? Oh, well. At the, at the end of the conversation. You don't want to overuse. What would you, you do? You don't want to overuse. Was, we'll it, yeah. I, you cannot overuse. <laughs> I love you. Yeah, you do because it becomes kind of sort of like a, too, like, like sort of benign after you use it too much. Am I right, Jorge? No. No, not, never. No. Yeah, nobody no. ever gets tired of hearing I love you. I yeah. mean, every time you talk on the phone, you got to say I love you before you. I do it every single time I talk with Juan. That's yes. her again? Yeah. That's her All again. All right, see, tell her you yeah. love her now. Tell her you love her. I'm on the phone. I love you. <laughs> she knows you're on the phone. You mean, I mean you're, you're on, on the, the air? air. Yeah, I'm on the phone. I love you. <laughs> <See>? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, come on. You don't say I love you to Lisa every time you hang up. Not every time I hang up. There you go, see? But I do every day. At well, least, yeah, at least once a that. day. He did at one thirty or whenever we called it. You did say it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I do it out of habit, probably. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you, you had such hypocrites. Here. What's that? You had something. Yeah. Okay. Your controversial statement. No, no. That what's, no one what, will agree and I don't with. understand why I can't convince Michael of this. Okay. Here it is. And I, I don't know why other people can't see this. The Golden State Warriors are going to the Western Conference Finals. How? Because did you see the game last night. I did, and this is what I'm talking about. Okay. 
they first of all they beat Boston in San Francisco. Oh, whoop de doo, beat them at home. All right, so last night they took them overtime yeah. and had multiple chances to win that game. Yep. If that's a seven game series, Celtics Warriors, you're taking the Celtics. Oh uh, yeah. Because I don't see the Warriors getting out of the West right now. Not the way they're constituted, not the way they're playing. They're too small, Ireland. They can't get any rebounds. What? They're ridiculous. So how did they take the Celtics to overtime if they can't get any rebounds? Because uh, Boston shot horrible last night. Right. They, they were really well, By the way, in any single game, anybody can win. you got to yeah. win four, four out of seven. Exactly. Right. But you, I don't. That's I, the measure. I don't see them beating. I don't see them beating. Uh, what's the name of Memphis or or Denver? Well, we're going to get our first look at Memphis tonight. Yeah, and I think they're really good. They've won eleven games in a row. John Morant might be the most exciting player in the league. I'm so frustrated with the Warriors, though. They keep talking about they need a seven footer. They need a size. They need a size. They got a seven footer sitting on the bench. Teach him how to play. Coach uh, him up. But I'm telling you, you're 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 too spoiled from from their past success. Uh-huh. They're they are a sleeping dog, man. Mm. Um, they, uh, when the I, I'm just convinced that when the chips are down, the Warriors are going to show up. I saw this with the Lakers a bunch of times with the Shaq-Kobe Lakers. You know how many times the Shaq-Kobe Lakers won their division? Once. That's different, right? Though. They had the best outside player and the most dominant inside player. All right. Surrounded by a bunch of veterans. scuffling around 500, right? It's, what, the Warriors? Yeah. Yeah, yeah they, they looked totally dis, dis, uh, com, com, discombobulated. discombobulated. Yeah. All yes. right, so you heard it here first. All right. Warriors are going to the Western Conference Finals. What do you want to put on a dinner? Sure. All right. Dinner. All right. There you go. You're betting against your own son. No, I'm, I'm hoping I have to pay him for the dinner. <laughs> wants to pay for dinner. Yeah. Um, by the way, it is a uh, Bud Light Football Friday on 710 ESPN, getting you pumped up for what's on tap for the NFL Divisional Playoff Weekend, presented by Bud Light. Make Bud Light your game day beer. Bud Light, easy to drink, easy to enjoy. Got to be 21. Please enjoy responsibly. All right. All uh, right. Jorge, do I still seem tired? No, you don't. Okay, uh, you, yeah, you woke I up. Pulled out yeah. of it. Pulled Just out. in time. Is it too many uh, yeah. chewables? Uh, no, you mean last, edibles? I was out at chewables. That's uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, no, I was out late last night. I went to the Kings game last night. Okay. Oh, and you stayed for the whole game, but you can't stay for a Laker game. Bergman, did I stay for the whole game? You not were quite. Not quite. Not quite. Third period when you leave? Third period you left? Yeah, third period. Oh, but you can't ish, stay till the third quarter but, and a Laker game. Even tonight for job. Wait, did you decide periods. not to go tonight? I'm not going tonight. I what? can't go wearing a Lakers hoodie. Why and not? I don't control you. Why not? You can't be a press person and wear a Lakers hoodie. Just blend in. Yeah. You think so? Yeah, just right. go. Well, I, I, somebody probably has. Who controls your social calendar? Lisa. Right. And yeah. so I did not know about oh, a dinner oh, that was okay, planned okay. for yeah. tonight. Uh, hey, according to one uh, report, mm-hmm. LeBron's son, Bronny, yeah. has narrowed down his college choice. I don't know if this is true. This is just according to this one report. To four schools <clears throat> Ohio State, Ohio State, USC. USC, Michigan, and Oregon. Michael, if those are the four, Oregon, Ohio State, Michigan, USC, where would you send him? Oh, USC, man. Just have him stay here, and he can. his father can rule the town on the pro circuit, and he can get all the attention on the collegiate circuit. Yeah, I don't think LeBron's son would go to Michigan when no. LeBron is such an Ohio State fan. Right. Yeah, uh, I, I can't imagine that, that. No, LeBron and Jawan Howard are boys. Oh, that's right. That's right. Um, oh, that's interesting. But uh, And then Ohio State is where Bronny grew up. Oregon is the most interesting to me because... Nike. Right. Nike. Yeah. And LeBron has basically... Yeah, he owns a, he has, he's making a he's billion the biggest name at Nike. Yeah. I think Bronny would be, let's just say, set up. Yeah. Um, so I think Oregon is a real possibility. Hmm. But... Uh, 
but we'll see. And, you know, of course, LeBron is saying he wants to play until Bronny is old enough to make it to the NBA and play with him. He's all Well, he's also said or to be on the same court with him. Yeah. Yeah, so I think he'd want to play with him. It'd be weird so. to play against him. Yeah, so if Bronny ends up in Orlando or Charlotte, I can see LeBron going over there because money's not an object. LeBron say he'll pay for the minimum just to play with his son. Yeah, LeBron's a billionaire. Yeah, exactly. So I heard a big need... story. They did a big story in Outside the Lines. First uh, NBA player to be worth a billion dollars. You did mean active player? Active player. Yeah, do any other North American sports athletes have a billion dollars? Current or retired? Even retired. Who oh, am Michael I missing jo- that's oh, retired? Michael Jordan. Oh, Jordan, of yeah. course. Yeah, Tiger Jordan. Woods. Tiger's probably a billionaire. I think both Kevin Garnett and Kobe Bryant made over $100 million in salary. Oh, $300 million. Way over $300 million in salary. Yeah, but I mean, after taxes and stuff, they would still have over $100 million. LeBron oh, yeah. has yeah. made $400 million before taxes. In pay, in, just in, uh, just in salary, salaries? In well, salary, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, LeBron and Michael Jordan are the two richest athletes, retired or current, in America. The richest athlete, I think, ever was Jan Turiak. You know who he is? Former no. T- former tennis player. Was it, and then and, went, turned into be a coach, didn't he? No, he's a former tennis player, and he played against Jimmy Connors, uh, Eden Nastas. Yeah. He's from Romania, and when he retired, he became an, an industrious, industrialist, uh, owning all kind of different, and he got the, his value up to like $3 billion. And for a long time, he was the richest former athlete in the world ever. Michael Jordan is worth $2.2 billion. Yeah. Uh, your your guy, Ion Turiak. Jan Turiak. What's he at Jan Turiak. One point five billion. Oh, so he went down a bit. Yeah, he's lost some money. Yeah. Market's been rough. Oh man, how can he survive? <laughs> how can he survive? Market's been rough. Yeah, so he's just the lucky. Who else? What do we got, Bergman? This is coming from Adrian Wojnarowski. Uh, Los Angeles Lakers all-star Anthony Davis continues to make pain-free progress on his right foot, and there's optimism of a return to the lineup as soon as late next week. The Lakers start a five-game trip on January 28th against Boston. We've been saying that for a week. You interrupt us for that? <laughs> uh, it was <laughs> from Woj. Woj. They get $10 million bucks for that? It's a, a Woj newsbreaker. We've been, we've been speculating that for the last two weeks, Bergman. Spe- speculating, speculating and Adrian Wojnarowski. Woj actually saying. Yes. Oh, oh. Okay. McMenamin said it earlier today. Yeah, too. McMenamin reported it earlier today. Oh, but did but but McMenamin's oh. not. Uh, no one is allowed to break news at ESPN on the NBA stuff except Woj. Yeah, we said right. that on the air. Like we expect yeah. him to come back sometime during the road trip next week. Come well, on. now it sounds like it's going to be for the Boston game. Boy, that'd be how great would Ooh, that yeah, be? That'd be great. Saturday night nationally televised in yeah. Boston. AD comes back yeah. and we stick it to the Celtics. Mm-hmm. Oh. That would be fun. Makes my even watch the game. Me and Cappy are going to be no, out they're, at uh, he's Yamava. Gonna, he's going to be at a casino that oh, night. Okay. Yeah, but they, they have TVs. They got the TVs casino, up there. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Dinner Ireland, is early. You, Dinner's like at oh, 5.30. The, the food out there is great. You ever oh, been what up there? time's the game? Uh, let's it's probably see. right 5:30. during dinner. Yeah, 5.30. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. when we're having dinner. Yeah. You ever ate out there at Yamama? No, Yamama? I never have. The, the Pines is apparently just yeah. a great steakhouse. You've been out there? Yeah, I've been out there. I had to go there from the parents, and the food out there is Do you like tremendous. a little gambling? Do you ever I don't gamble? gamble. No, I don't gamble, but the people and the food was great. Yeah, yeah. No, it's a, it's a great place. It used mm. to be San Manuel. Now it's this yeah. Yamava. They've totally redone yep. it. And yeah, I'm I'm psyched about it. But uh, so Anthony Davis could be there mm-hmm. for the start of that road trip. All right, coming up next for you is What's Up, Fool? Bergman's got a bunch of stuff for us. Mason, Ireland, 710 ESPN. Thank you very much, Chris. All right, so in the NFL, when you are a last place team, the mm-hmm. next year you usually get a last place schedule. Right. Right? So, Mason, I'm going to start from the very end of your sheet because it is Friday, so we're just going to go through your stuff. And at the bottom there, it says Rams schedule. Now, the Rams were a last place team in the NFC West, right? Yes, correct. So, the opponents that they have have come out, 
and the, they're playing the, the the normal Seahawks, 49ers, Cardinals, but their home also has Eagles, Commanders, Saints, Browns, Steelers, and on the away side, they have Cowboys, Giants, Packers, Ravens, Bengals, Colts. Does that seem like a last place schedule to you? Uh, I'm looking at it right now. They're obviously playing the AFC East and the NFC East. Then they've got their divisional games, and then the the games that are uh, the jump ball games. There are three teams that uh, that would be added to this schedule. One is the Green Bay Packers. One is the Baltimore Ravens, and one is the New Orleans Saints. Those are pretty tough draws for a last-place schedule. So it's AFC East, NFC East, plus the Green Bay Packers, the Baltimore Ravens, and the New Orleans Saints. I think well, that's like actually in there too, but yeah. that's actually pretty tough. Right. Uh, one thing I've realized, though, about the NFL Michael, there's not really an easy schedule in the NFL. Everybody can beat everybody sure. on a given day. Yeah. I, I, you might, Greg, get a little bit of a kiss, um, but I mean, what other divisions could you? I mean, I, unless you draw that one, uh, I guess it's AFC's, the NFC South, the one with Tampa Bay in it, right? Where everybody has a losing record, but right. that all rotates. Yeah. So I, I, I don't put too much stock in. Hey. Uh, but that's what keeps the parity going is that you're supposed to, if you are a last place team, you get a last place schedule so that you can have that parity. Yeah, it doesn't look like a last place schedule to me because the wild card games are Green Bay, Baltimore, and New Orleans. Uh, New Orleans, okay. But Green Bay and Baltimore are both pretty tough matchups. So I would say doesn't necessarily look like a last place schedule, but uh, like John said, there is a certain randomness to this whole thing. Um, I, I like that. The NFC East is the best division of football right now. I mean, they've got three of the four teams, right? Yep. Uh, so they're drawing the best division in football as part of uh, next year's schedule. I would say, yeah, not the not the easiest last place schedule I've ever seen. What's up, Fru? All right, so the next thing above you right there, Mace, is the Athletic interviewed the top high school players in the country, asking them what they've been offered through NIL channels to sign with various schools. The money being thrown around apparently is a lot, Ireland. This was your story, right? Yeah. 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 So I've got the uh, the listings right here. Uh, they interviewed uh, 15 players who are about to uh, to go to uh, play football in college. Uh, player one, $400,000. Okay. Uh, player two, never had any money tossed in his direction. Player number three, a million dollars. Player number four, a million dollars. Player number five, $3.2 million over four years. A four-year $3.2 million contract. 800 a year. Uh, 800K a year, exactly. Not bad. Uh, you're going to look at me like I'm dumb. It was $75,000, a car and my own apartment. That's nice. his NIL deal. Nice. Uh, biggest money they found, $3 million uh, for a season of football. Mm -hmm. Now, I do not begrudge anybody for making whatever they possibly can. These are crazy amounts of money when you figure that college kids used to get nothing, nothing. for right. playing ball. And, exactly. and what's going to happen is the programs that have the deepest pockets eventually are going to get all the good players. Yes. You, you know, it's one thing if you're recruiting, like, Michael, you went to Minnesota, Clay went to Washington State. Mm -hmm. It's one thing if if small schools like that, smaller schools respective to the other schools in their conference, um, can convince you to go there. But it's another thing if they can't compete with the check. Yeah, so you'll get kids who'll stay for four years as, as opposed to one and done in basketball. 
But I don't, I don't begrudge this, uh, these young people for making this kind of money because nobody begrudges a young actor uh, from making a ton of money in a movie no. or a singer. Nobody begrudges Coco Goff on these other 15-year-old girls who play pro tennis from making $2 million a year in endorsements. So, you know, leave these kids alone. Get, get what you can. Right. I, uh, by the way, none of these players are named. It's just like examples, right? Yeah. So, so the, the examples are... I mean, I've heard $5 million a year mm-hmm. yeah. for certain players. So, yeah. Nobody's forcing these people to pay them. If someone wants, wants to pay you for your likeness because they admire you as a player, go, go. So, so But it is it. true that some schools are going to have a lot of NIL money yeah. and some schools are going to have very little NIL so, money. Right. So the competitive balance isn't necessarily going to hey, be fair. You know fair. what? TCU didn't have a bunch of NIL players. It's true. They, they somehow Absolutely got to the finals. True. Yep. So coach them up. That's what I say, Greg Bergman. What's up, fool? Okay, so um, last night I went grocery shopping. Yeah. And What'd you get? <clears throat> no, just you know, different groceries: cheese, bread, eggs. You know what? All the unhealthy stuff. Yeah, yeah. Eggs, exactly. eggs are expensive eggs, yeah, now. They are expensive, expensive like ten bucks. Anyway, so I got a bottle of wine and you know six pack of beer. How much and then for the wine, uh, like thirty bucks. <laughs> yeah, Michael's like five bucks for a bottle of wine. <laughs> so anyway, so I pay for the cork. So, so, okay, so hold on. So I so, <laughs> so I got carded right, but you then did? the yeah. So then the lady made a big deal because my ID has no donor sticker on it. Now, is that a big deal to be a donor, organ donor, or I not? I don't think I have a donor stick it. I, uh, you know what? I do want to donate everything to science, but I don't think I've got no. a sticker on my- Wait, she gave you a hard time? No, she's just like, oh, you're not a donor. Here. I was like, wait, what? And she's like, <laughs> is that a big all, deal? It seems a weird the, thing to bust somebody's right, chops it's, for. It's a weird sort of inappropriate thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the same time, how do you donate everything? Like, I'll donate- Whatever's yeah, useful. Yeah, take here. what you want. Yeah, I mean, seriously, I'm not using it. I don't think nobody wants your stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's all used up from from drugs. <laughs> your brain got no more this, cells left. This from a wino. <laughs> Wine is good for you, yes. Man. As long so as you don't overdo it. It is cannabis. <laughs> no way. I've never Absolutely. heard a doctor say that. You've never heard of CBDs. Doc, that's got, that doesn't have. Of the course, stuff that's in cannabis. It. But it doesn't have that stuff. I get both. Doctor Willie Nelson says it's good for yes. you. Yes, <laughs> he's doing well. Uh, yeah, I've no. I I would donate whatever. I don't know how to do it. Uh, when you renew your li- when you renew your license, you just click a little box. I have a donor sticker. Do you? Yeah, it's a little right sticker you have. In yeah, your it's front? not a sticker. It's like it's on your license. I think it's a box you check when you're applying. That's a weird yeah, place for somebody for a for a lady to call you. Yeah, out well, on. she just looked at it. She's like, "Oh, you're not a donor," and handed it back. Like, just yeah. trying to guilt you. Like, yeah, trying to like guilt you. I'm like, wait, what do you mean? None She's of like, her oh, business. Yeah, yeah, that's a yeah. Weird. I know. That Thirty dollars won't even pay for the court. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, fool? Thirty bucks. <laughs> All right, so uh, move up one more there, Mace. It says, "Out of this world whiskey." Oh yeah, Michael. I, this is a good one for you. Mm-hmm. So everybody's uh, whiskey is obviously a big thing here. Uh, it's uh, it's a big deal. These folks have, you've heard of Aged at Sea, where they send it out on a ship and they age it at sea. Mm-hmm. Uh, people at Jefferson's Whiskey are doing that. There's a brand new uh, whiskey called Mystic Farms, and it is going to be aged in space. It is going to be on a satellite around the planet. Uh, for five years while they age this whiskey. Does that have any appeal to you? That makes no sense. There's no oxygen. There's no air up there. Nothing can age. But a, but a bottle is sealed, right? How yeah. does anything age? Is that when in a... space when there's no there's a vacuum up there. It can't age. All those rocks in the, on the moon and stuff, those things don't age. Those footprints that the uh, astronauts put up there, they'll stay there forever because there's no wind or weather to age them. Okay, so so hey, that makes no sense. This hey, is a scam. Hey, Moneybags, guess how much a bottle of this is going to cost? 
Well, geez, to shoot it to space is going to cost millions. So I'm thinking two five thousand a bottle. Seventy five grand a bottle. Yeah, this week. Seventy five grand a, a bottle a for whiskey aged in space. And how are they going to get it back? Uh, they must have to have some sort of <laughs> yeah. launch back, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, it, it, complete scam, like yeah. what you were talking about before. Big scams, no. yeah. Aged yeah. in space. Come right. on, it's no. aged in a it's aged in a barrel, and if you can't put a barrel up in space and it's not going to do it, then it yes, it's a massive scam. If yeah. you died in space and your body just kept circling the earth, you wouldn't decompose. There's no air to make it decompose. Is that right? Yeah, you just you stay up there forever. You look the same. No. This space is a vacuum. I, I, far be it for me to dispute anything that Michael says about space. Oh, yeah. Believe me, I'm a black astronaut. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a black astronaut. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, fool? I know about uh, my space. All right, so the next one up there, Mace, is actually, I think this is your story, too, John. The goalie for the Las Vegas oh, Knights yeah, claims he's $50 million in debt. Good one for Michael. Too. How do you lose $50 million? Hmm. 50 does it say like what what did he have bad investments did he have a gambling problem bad commercial yeah i mean that real estate an active player lost 50 million dollars stock market you know yeah you can definitely you hear you hear about athletes going broke Mm -hmm. all the time but for an active player to drop 50 million that's just got 12 million dollars stolen from his one of his bank accounts 12 yeah well it's you know what it's a lack of respect for money. Oh, yeah. Uh, especially, well, I always think that one of the f- most important things that uh, professional sports leagues should do is educate the athletes about how to handle their it. money. No, maybe he didn't disrespect his money. Maybe he just got involved, got some bad advice on some investments. You know, maybe he bought the wrong real estate advice or something big. Maybe the stock, wrong stock market uh uh, stocks he bought, so it could happen. Didn't Antoine Walker mo- lose an unbelievable <laughs> amount of money? That was from spending money like crazy, taking care of hundreds of people, and just blowing it through nightclubs and cars and homes and stuff like that. So he just he just was an idiot. And yeah, he, and he says it. This guy's in bankruptcy. Bankruptcy, fifty million dollars wow. in the hole is insane. Somebody just gave him some bad. Investment advice, I'm sure. Yeah, I don't think he just went through Vegas and just blew it in the casinos. No, no, I don't think so either. I don't think I he don't did think that so either. No, I, I think he had some. Something went south. Yeah, something went south there. Man, Bergman, what's up, fool? All right, so I'm gonna skip up one, Mace. Uh, fancy dining for your dog. Oh yeah, yeah. This is uh, this is good. So uh, there is a, a new cafe in San Francisco called Dog D O G U E. It offers a $75 tasting menu <laughs> for your dog. Good grief. Uh, the prefix for pups has instantly attracted a lot of rage, ridicule, rumination about late-stage capitalism, societal decline, inevitably also drew unbelievable numbers of dog owners. <laughs> uh, what do you think? $75 tasting menu for a dog. Suckers! <laughs> Come on, man. I would never do that. Now, no. you know what's good, though? Uh, Bergman, Lola. I'm not spending $75. $75 no. taste. It's a tasting menu. No, no, no. That's about how much her ba- giant bag of dog food okay. costs. Okay. So it, it's interesting. Do you bring your dog to uh, Starbucks? No. Okay. So they offer, I don't know if you've seen this before, but they give you a little cup and they fill it with whipped cream for your dog, and dogs just totally dig it. I, I think they offer it free at every Starbucks mm. if you've got your dog with you, but $75 for a tasting. We all have our – I love my dogs, mm-hmm. but a tasting menu for my dogs? Unbelievable. No. That's what people too much money. Rocco eats scraps off the floor and quite happy. Although I will say that <laughs> when I go on vacation, it is so expensive – 
to have my dogs taken. I have a house, a person comes over to the house, takes care of the dogs, pay a lot of money for that. Uh, so I, I do have a, an irrational. How much do you pay, John? How much do you pay to for? take care for your dog when you leave home? Oh, more, when nobody's home. more than I should. Uh, I think it's 60 bucks a day. Yeah, 60 bucks. I may go over that. Wow, 100, yeah. a, 100 a day? Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. Some, when you put this dog in the Ritz? No, it's my. it stays at home. Oh, I have wow. somebody move in and take care of the dogs. Mm. Who is um, this? But I mean, I could probably get a hotel room for 60 bucks a day somewhere, <laughs> yeah. right? No, it's uh, Velma. Velma the dog sitter okay, comes over. So you Velma know, you from Scooby-Doo is not, your dog sitter? No, not Velma from Scooby-Doo. Uh, but I mean, what do you do when you... I have someone come stay and watch her, like a friend. Expensive? No, it's, it's free. A it's a friend of mine. Yeah, no, no, Delma yeah. doesn't go through your drawers. <laughs> I don't. I, she could be going through everything. Although I told the story yesterday. I hate snoopers. So like when yeah. I have a party, I take everything out of the cabinets, everything out of the drawers. I put it all away. There's nothing necessarily crazy there, but yeah. I just don't want people looking through my stuff. You mean like in the bathroom and stuff? Not yeah, in the, the bathroom. Oh, in the yeah. medicine cabinet. No, it's empty. <laughs> all that stuff gets put away. I don't what want people paranoid? snooping. No, it's not. You <laughs> yeah, it Tell is. me you've <laughs> never snooped in somebody's house. Yeah, but what difference does it make if I snoop in your house? What are you embarrassed about? What's in your cabinet? Yeah, uh, what some, kind of drugs are in there? No, it's not drugs. Well, well what else there are medications, there? right? Well, sure. But I mean, I'm not going to take your medications. Yeah, but do you want people to know what you're using? Yeah, what? Well, I, I don't care. People can go look at what I'm taking. Mm-hmm. I because there are a lot of people that do snoop. They look oh, yeah. in drawers. They look in cabinets. They look Definitely. in medicine cabinets. All yeah. that stuff. And yeah. I think it's rude and completely, oh, yeah, rude. completely it wrong. Is. But uh, but yeah, no, I I. Uh, yeah, I, I don't. Uh, Bergman, do you don't snoop? Do no, you? I refuse to snoop. That's other people's stuff. Yeah, there you go. What's up, Suckers! Suckers! <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the last one here is about- $100 for your dog. Yeah, yeah. John, the last one here is Giants' Kayvon Thibodeau wore a sexy yeah, top hat, right. and NFL okay. fans adored his Ebenezer Scrooge look. Yes. Now, I want to know if I can pull this hat off. Michael, okay. I completely think that I can. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm going to show it to you. So it's basically a top hat. It's like an old uh, bowler's hat. Yeah, like... Um, Abe Lincoln hat? Yeah. Mm, not, not, no, not think of Ebenezer Scrooge. Not, you know the Scrooge hat? Ebenezer Scrooge. Like the Grinch's hat? Yeah, let me... No, uh, no, like a like a top hat mm-hmm. that you kind of pull... Or pull down, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you yeah. pull like down. Like the Monopoly yeah. guy hat. Monopoly guy hat. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, a good yeah, way yeah. to describe yeah. it. I like that. Uh, you think John could pull that off? No, you can't get a hat over that head. No, but but I could I could just buy an oversized one that would fit on my head. To get a bucket and turn it into a hat. Yeah, exactly. It'd be a bucket hat. Yeah. Um, the, yeah, but I think you should call a game in one of those, Ireland. Well, how much you give me if I do it? Hundred bucks. Oh, hundred bucks. I think I'm gonna do it. All right. Keep it on the uh, whole game, the, and I, you got to walk around Staples on the way up to the up to the uh, broadcast booth and but wait, after. How can I put the Headset you know, you put the headphones on like this way, like how Joel Myers Oh, does. like, like uh, from behind. On the side, like yeah. The, yeah. Yeah, on the side. The, uh, the, the other hat I like, Mace, are those big hats that, that, that like those giant oversized hats that, uh, that NFL players yeah, are wearing NFL players, in yeah. locker rooms after the game. Oh, Michael, I wanted to ask you something, too. Um, that, how do you feel about We had a story yesterday. Well, first of all, here, I'm going to show you the hat, um, and then I'm going to ask you about this other thing. Um we had a story. Okay, could, could I pull that hat off? Oh, yeah. That's a cool hat. I'd right. wear that. I'd yeah. cool so that hat. Will you still give me 100 or do you want to? Yeah, if you call the game in that hat, I'll give you 100. Okay. I'm working on it. Oh, yeah, I want to see what that looks like. Yeah. You know where you can get that hat? Am- Amazon. Amazon, my designer. Okay. Amazon. All right. 
Uh, we're going to pick games against Michael yes. coming up, and then I'll ask you this question. For you. I want to ask him about the rookie dinner thing. Okay, cool. So we'll ask him about that coming up. We will up. do that coming up. Oh, don't forget lie of the day. At some point today, Ireland has or will tell a lie. Have you told it? I don't know. Have I? Uh, I think it, he has. You do? Oh, yeah. I got okay. it. All right. Uh, if you think you know, make sure you call in at 3.30 for a chance to win a four-pack of tickets to the U.S. Men's National Team versus Serbia Wednesday, January 25th. That's next Wednesday uh, over at uh, BMO Stadium. You can get your tickets at ussoccer.com. That's ussoccer.com. Mason in Ireland, 710 ESPN.